Hi, my peachy friends out there in podcast land. This is Sarah Giovanetti Mobley coming at you from the Peachy Girl podcast. So I was thinking today about what I could talk about. And so Valentine's Day is coming up and I thought it would be a good idea to talk about love. (laughs) I was stuttering there. It's funny how it makes people uncomfortable to talk about love, but I'm going to tell you something right now. In order for you to do anything at a high level, you have to do it with love, right? And I did a podcast recently, not a podcast, a social media post recently on my Instagram page, and I talked about what love was. Love is not an emotion, right? So if you think love is an emotion, then you're just seeking pleasure and you're trying to get high off of some emotion, right? And then once that emotion wears off, you have nothing left, right? So it can't be love, right? But love is mercy, sacrifice, compassion, high intention, and protection, right? So that sounds like a mama bear, right? That sounds like a person who who runs a, a business for a very, very, very long time, right? So if you want to do anything at a high level, of course, they say you have to passion, but even passion burns out. You really have to bring love to the table, if that makes sense. And you have to do everything with love, right? So your intention has to be very high, right? You have to have mercy for people who come at you, (laughs) right? Forgive. You have to make a lot of sacrifices. You know, you have to, you know, have that compassion and humility and your intention has to be that you want to give and do your best, right? So when you really operate at that high, high level, you're going to reap a lot of benefits in the marketplace and you're going to stay around for a long time because you're doing things from your heart. I had recently started reading a book called When Business is Love by Jane Ride. I don't know what made me purchase the book, um, but it popped up on my my Amazon <laughs> search. And I was like, huh, I was like, this looks interesting because I truly do believe that. Like whatever you do, do it with love. Because I feel like, you know, I used to be a makeup artist, right? And so my intention was to make women look and feel beautiful, right? I mean, there would be women that I would do and say I was doing a whole entire bridal party. And you could see like some of the women, you know, they had been housewives for 30 years or grandma, and they really just kind of let themselves go and they just didn't feel pretty anymore. And when I would make over them and then I would pour into their spirit and I would tell them how beautiful they were, you know, and that's the thing like about me. I always find beauty in everything and I, I don't mind giving people a compliment and I give compliments to women all the time, <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm doing that because that's what's in my spirit and I just see how happy it makes people, you know, and sometimes I get a little disappointed because people don't do the same for me, but you know, you can't give what you don't have, right? <laughs> so they say, you know, you know, if you 
you want to keep something, you got to give it away, right? So that's kind of the intention of even doing this podcast is that, you know, I have so many people as a business owner constantly asking me for advice and help and all those things. And you know what? You can't carry the person, but you can definitely carry the message. So me doing this podcast, me writing a book and me trying to live my life in a certain way that's inspiring and motivating. And uh, that way, you know, if you want to do the work, then the inspiration, motivation's here. And the also the knowledge and the information's here as well. But you're the one that has to show up every single day and do the work, right? And all great things are built on consistency and discipline. And they say the rarest human quality is a consistent man, you know? <laughs> That's why not most people don't have a six pack, <laughs> right? Most people aren't in shape because it requires discipline and consistency. And that's what a lot of people in the bodybuilding community, they're constantly getting dissed all the time. Like, oh, you know, you're not intelligent, but they're doing one of the rarest things in the world is showing up every single day for their health, their nutrition, and um, putting in some work, right? So if you can take that same mindset and skill set of work and dedication in the gym and applied to something else, you can become very, very successful. So back to kind of this book, you know, I started reading. It's a great one. It's about a man who took over a family business and uh, they sell beds. And so they sell beds over in Europe and it's uh, the company's name is uh, Hastins. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And he did go, he took over the family business. It was a failing business. And uh, he did go to school and got his business degree. I believe he is a PhD. Um, But when he took over the business, he realized very quickly that there was a spiritual component of running a business. And that spiritual component is if, you know, you do the right things, the right things happen. If you try to put your best foot forward and you try to create the best product and, and, and give the best service and serve the customer as best you can, you're going to get rewarded. And it might not happen overnight, but if you consistently do that, eventually people are going to, you know, start finding out about you because people love quality. They love passion. They love people who are disciplined and consistent and they love well-run businesses. I mean, just for example, like, you know, you can go anywhere and get poor service, but what is rare? What is rare is actually getting great service. What's rare is actually getting, you know, um, an amazing service, someone delivering amazing customer service. I mean, that seems more rare these days than anything else, right? Now, we're, our salons, we're in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is a fighting town, let me tell you. So we're constantly having customer service meetings all the time because I will definitely tell you that, you know, our, uh, you know, clients sometimes can be a little rough, but that's just kind of the climate and the atmosphere of, you you know, Philadelphia. So, and you know, anyone will tell you that. <laughs> I've yet to meet someone who was like, Philadelphia, it's a fighting town. <laughs> Everybody is kind of on edge a little bit. So, um, 
Anyway, back to um, this book, and um, I'm actually, well, I'm, I'm like halfway through the book, and I really, like I said, I've highlighted so much of this book, and um, it, it's, it's really a good one. I would definitely say if you're someone who is new to business, because then you can really start having the right mindset, because what I like most about this book is it pairs business with spirituality, right? And knowing that everything you do, you have to do with love. And I truly believe, right, that how you show up in the world, your, I believe your work right? Like how you make a sandwich, you know, how you do a service. That's how you show people love. That's love in action, right? So if you really want to show how you love, show it through your work. I believe there's no other better expression of showing love than how you deliver you know, the work and the quality of the work that you do and why it's so important to really kind of, I always say, stay in your lane and do something that you absolutely love and you're passionate about because then it's easy to do that, (laughs) right? It's really hard to, you know, show up and show all that love if you're doing something that maybe doesn't resonate with your natural talents, gifts, and abilities, right? So my strong suit is definitely, I would say, not like bookkeeping and payroll and all those things, but I always, what I do is it's like, okay, well, I can't suck in those areas. So when I do have to do those tasks, you know, I put on music and I think about the benefit of me doing a great job, how it's going to affect everybody else. And I bring that love to the task at hand, right? So, you know, we all have to do things sometimes that we don't want to do. Even say, you know, you don't want to go to the gym. (laughs) You know, you can just say, hey, you know what? I want to be around for my grandkids, right? So let me stay healthy. Let me go to the gym. You know, I want to be here. Say you don't even have kids or you don't have grandkids. I want to be here for my employees, right? I'm going to be here for my friends or the people who depend on me, right? We all have some sort of community that we're involved in and there's people who depend on us. So it's very important that, you know, the things that we do, we do with love. And we think about the ripple effect of our actions, what they're going to have on other people. And if we can bring that mindset into everything we do, and if we can show up, say, I want to be and do the best. I mean, even just they had the Grammys on, you know, uh, I didn't watch the Grammys, but I saw some snippets on social media. And I mean, I was like really digging how Doji Cat got down. (laughs) You know, she looked like she could have used a Brazilian wax. That's what I was thinking. I was like, we need to invite her to the salon. (laughs) She had a see-through dress on. (laughs) And you could see she had some peach fuzz going on. But I love the fact that she was like dressed to the nines. I mean, you could tell that she really put a lot of time and attention and detail into her her look, right? And then that's, you know, her image and her look is part of her branding. And so she's really taking a lot of time and effort to really pour into her image. And that's showing love, love made visible. And I, I could see that, you know, because you could see there was other celebrities there and you could see that they didn't put so much 
thought and time into everything. So it's like, you know, down to her nails, the hair, the accessories, the makeup. I mean, everything was so well planned out and well thought out. And that's a way of showing love in your craft, right? And people can see that and people can feel that, right? You know, so it's like, you know, there was other celebrities there and you could tell it was like kind of cookie cutter. It looked like some stylist probably dressed them and that, you know, they barely probably had enough time to get ready where it's like you see someone who's very thoughtful and thinking about, you know, what are their fans going to be thinking when they see this? How are they going to feel? How are they going to react with my vibe, my energy? You know, is this going to motivate people, you know, to really kind of think through all of your actions. And like, I was just, you know, had a conversation with uh, my manager recently. And one of the things we were talking about was about the reason why we do what we do. And the ripple effect that it has on our community, right? So it's like right now, you know, like we're, it's an election year. We're going through so much change. We're going through a lot of chaos in our, you know, in our country, in the world, right? And it's like, it's really important for us to kind of be mindful of the emotional state of, you know, just our community and to be sensitive to that and try to figure out, you know, like what can we do as a salon? What can we do as a community to really lift up people's spirits and kind of be a safe space where people can come and they can relax, they can have a good time, you know, they can let their hair down, they know the service is going to be on point, you know, they're going to come in, friendly smiles, they're going to get some wine, cookies, you know, it's going to be, you know, a place where you can get that affordable service and you can learn something about self-care. We we care, <laughs> you know, we're giving back to our community. It's like we have a purpose and we have a purpose to be here in Philadelphia and we're going to be a shining bright spot in the community while we're here. And like that's like the depth of the roots that you need to have to show your love to, you know, your employees, your community, you know, even the industry that you're in. It's so important that you show up and you try to give the best you can. Right. And that's the and that's that's what's important. Right. And that's what high performers do. You know, people who are world class, they show up and give their best every day, no matter what. Right. So they might have a whole bunch of stuff going on, but you'll never know it. (laughs) Right. I remember one time I was doing makeup. You know, I did makeup for 15 years and I remember I was like so not feeling good one day. And I, let me tell you something, I, I pulled myself together and I made sure I got to that job, <laughs> you know, and the, the clients never knew that, you know, I wasn't feeling good, but I, you know, like I said, you know, if you want to be world-class and you want to really make an impact in your industry, you want to make an impact in other people's lives. And it's really, really important that you show up in a way right? Where you're bringing the passion, you're bringing um, love to the table. You know, you got to bring love to the table, period, right? If you want to get married, <laughs> you know, you want to have a family, well, you have, and love is about giving. 
So, you know, whatever it is that you want, you have to give first. If you're showing up to the table and you think that somebody has to give to you first, then you're totally missing the mark, right? And so the way the universe works is you got to give first and then the universe gives back to you. And you can't be thinking, well, you can't be thinking transactional. It's got to be like, I'm just going to show up and give, 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 give. And it does come back, right? And that's like an abundance mindset. And that's what spirit. It's spiritual to have an abundance mindset, meaning that, you know, this next person isn't my competition, right? So even for me, a lot of times I get hit with so much competition from other people. People are trying to, um, you know, compete with me. Like, I'm not competing with you. (laughs) I'm competing with myself. I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday. That's it. And I'm trying to show up and add value and bring value to other people's lives as best I can. And that's the best that I can do, right? I have no control over somebody else's life. I can barely get done doing what I got to get done doing in my own life, (laughs) right? So, you know, so it's always, you know, surprising to me when, you know, people come at me with that very ambitious, competitive, aggressive energy. It just doesn't feel good, especially as an empath. I'm like, dude, can I get some support (laughs) and nurturing and, you know, compassion over here? You know, sometimes people think that, you know, you, because you have more than them, they can, they can treat you like shit. I mean, it's, it's really, um, success has opened my eyes to a lot of human nature. And I truly believe that, you know, it's like when your spiritual eyes are open, then you don't care about competing with somebody else. When your spiritual eyes are open, you don't care if somebody has something more or less than you. Because when you're spiritual, you know the world is abundant, you are a manifester, and what you want, you can create and you can manifest and you can work towards it with faith. And faith is spiritual, meaning you're feeling fear and you're praying to God, Lord, keep me walking, keep me stepping, Lord, tame down this fear in me, right? (laughs) You know, and that's what courage is. Courage is spiritual, right? So, and love is spiritual, right? And if you want to have a great loving relationship, well, you have to be saying to yourself, I'm the one that's going to have to give. I'm going to give, 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 give right? You, you, when you love, you come to the table to give, right? So the best business is you come in, right? And they're going to, you know, offer you something, some wine, some water. They're going to, you know, they're going to wine and dine you and make you feel good, right? You know, so it's like, I, I know when I used to work as a technician, I'd always be so surprised um, with the technicians that constantly check their tip box, like all the time. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, Check it at the end of the day. Like, what, what's going on? Like, they're so... And then they'd be like, oh, she didn't tip me or... Oh, you know, and then they'd start classifying the, the clients. I'm like, that's why you don't do well in tips. And the ones that did that never uh, got high tips. And I've been tipped, even work as a technician thousands of dollars, right, on services. I've been flown to Las Vegas to do, um, you know, makeup for pageants. I've worked with celebrities, right? So when I, even when I was working as a technician, I would get hundreds of dollars a day in tips. I never, ever, ever had a problem with tips. First off, I always showed up my best. Hair, makeup, nails on point. 
It's the beauty business. Let me be an inspiration. People are coming in here to be inspired. They want to see, you know, what I got going on, what I'm working with. You know, they're busy working their doctor job. They're a lawyer or whatever. So they don't have a lot of time to peruse Vogue magazine and all the hair magazines. So they don't really know what's up. They don't know what styles are in or not. So, you know, me as a beauty expert, I'm the one that really has to show up to the table and be the beauty inspiration, the beauty guide, right? And, you know, whether my client had money that day or didn't, it didn't matter. I'm still going to do the best job I can. Didn't matter what type of client she was, wealthy, didn't have money, barely pulling it together. Everybody's getting treated the same, right? Which is first class service, period, right? And at the end of the day, I'm the one that usually makes out better in the tips, right? Because I'm not over here with this scarcity mentality and I'm giving off all this, you know, energy, the scarcity energy, right? Because, you know, I'm sitting here trying to figure out, well, I'm only going to be nice to you if you're going to give me a tip. Like that is like, that's like a prostitute's mentality. It's like so transactional, right? So you always want to just be open and giving and loving, especially in the service industry and not being transactional. And all that love all that energy you're releasing is going to come back to you, right? And I mean, I am living proof and living testimony of that. I've, I've been in the service industry my whole entire life. And when I tell you, you know, what I release <laughs> is what comes back. So, I mean, I have prospered in the industry as a makeup artist. I have prospered in the industry as a waxer, as a skincare expert. I mean, I know when I stopped working as um, a technician was so, it was one of the hardest things I had to do. Hardest decisions I had to make because I had to really move into the role of being the leader of the salon so I could make sure that I'm doing, you know, I'm getting payroll done. We're getting inventory. We're, you know, we're shipping orders all over the United States where, you know, we have, you know, 22 full-time employees. We have a warehouse. We have so much going on. Like I can't work as a technician and then keep the operation, you know, running smoothly, if that makes sense, <laughs> smoothly, <laughs> if that makes sense. So I had to step away um, as being a technician. And I mean, it has its ups and its downs because I do miss that interaction with the client. I mean, the clients just give you so much love and I miss that. So sometimes I toy around with the idea of maybe I'll just do, I'll work one day a week because I do miss that, you know, genuine, it's a genuine interaction interaction with clients and they love you so much because you're making them feel and look beautiful, right? But it's like, you know, running a salon, running a business is very stressful. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to be like a stressed out technician, you know? So that, that, that's the, that's the downside. But, you know, me being in this leadership role, I'm learning to handle stress better. I'm learning to become more spiritual. I'm learning a lot of different skill sets that I never had while I was working um, just as a technician. And I see the importance of my role as far as being available to make sure, you know, I'm running the ship, I'm in charge, <laughs> I'm at the steering wheel. So, um, 
Yeah, so it's it's definitely, you know, and it was, I think, a lot of growing pains, and it was almost like a death, I would say. You know, even me stop being a makeup artist hurt, you know, because it was almost like it was my baby. <laughs> me being a makeup artist was like my baby. But in my office, I still have my makeup kit up, and I'm ready to do makeup if I have to. So I still keep it up. It's still there. I'm like, I it's like I pay homage to my career as a makeup artist, and so I have it. Uh, I have all my makeup set up, and it's beautifully displayed. And if someone does come to my office, I can do their makeup if need be. Right? You never know. So sometimes, you know, with clients, you know, we always like to, you know, keep them happy. So, you know, I've done makeup for clients at the salon uh, before, but I have retired as a makeup artist. <laughs> I don't want to be saying anything <laughs> on this podcast. I have all my old clients calling me, <laughs> Sarah, we need you to do our makeup. So I do, I know, I miss doing makeup. And even working as a technician, I remember when I stopped working as a waxer, oh my gosh, the clients wanted to kill me. Oh my gosh, I was getting like all these angry text messages like, no, 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 you can't. It was hard. It was hard to stop doing that. Um, But, you know, I am in a new role and I am learning how to be the best business operator that I can and best leader I can. And so I'm really embracing this new role because as I move up and I level up in my career and uh, my leadership, it makes room it makes room for other people to come behind me that would like to also take this journey. So just for example, you know, as I've moved out of necessarily running all the, you know, basic day-to-day operations of the salon and stepping away from being a technician, now I'm able to help other people open salons, right? So now if I didn't step into my new role, it wouldn't have opened up uh a role for some someone else. So that's definitely something to think about as you're growing and you're moving up the ladder in your career, knowing that when you do take those steps, it opens up a door and it opens up a stage for someone to fill the role that you used to be in, right? And so that's something to think about as you grow and as you level up. So, but anyway, I just want to jump on here really quickly and I wanted to talk about... Um, love and love in business. And if you're interested in learning about how you can apply love in your business, I would suggest ordering the book When Business is Love by Jane Ride. And you can get the book on Amazon. So anyway, I hope you guys have a beautiful week.